This is Seventh Hour, a weekly podcast from the SC at Arizona School for the Arts. This week in Seventh Hour, we're doing something a bit different. Aida and Caitlin, our normal hosts on Seventh Hour, recently won an award with Sydney Hartman, and I sat down to talk to them about it. Hi guys, so can you tell me a little bit about what this contest was? So this contest was actually brought to our attention from our principal, Miss Moline. She told us about it and we were really interested in pursuing it. So it's a contest with the Ninth Circuit Court um, and it's a civics contest. So we were supposed to create either a video documentary or an essay connecting the legal lessons of Japanese internment to the war on terrorism and the issues going on in the world today. Um, and so it was a really, really fun process. It, we did it for about three months, creating the whole process of the video, and then we just recently were uh, awarded second place in Arizona. So we will be moving on to the full circuit portion of the contest where we can compete for uh, additional prizes and scholarships and a trip to San Francisco. Awesome, uh, so that sounds really great. So what went into making this video? So the first thing we decided to do was just sit down and brainstorm with each other what exactly we wanted the video to look like because the topic was pretty broad. It was just to connect like the legal lessons of internment with today. So we decided that the kind of theme we wanted to have the video surround was the theme of civil resistance and how that creates change throughout our history. So we kind of framed all of the footage and all of the interviews we got with people around this theme. And then we talked to a bunch of different people. We talked to uh, Catherine Nakagawa, who's a professor of Asian Pacific Studies at Arizona State University and an ASA parent. We talked to her and she gave us a lot of interesting um, information. We talked to some people at a Muslim solidarity rally that another one of our classmates um, held and we just got footage from online and kind of put it all together and it was a really fun process. Aida, I know you're the technical wizard of the group and um, I just wanted to know from you like what was difficult about this process uh, and what went into making it from a technical angle? Um, well aside from the there wasn't a lot of like footage that we did but Aside from the stock footage we used and a lot of the excerpts that we took from um, other sources, the only thing that we actually filmed was the Muslim Solidarity Rally. So we went there with a couple of the equipment we have from Yearbook and Social Media Club, and we just set that up and filmed a couple of testimonial and just little snippets to try to get an outlook on how people felt about the Muslim, Muslim band and such and then what was hard about it I think was that a lot of us are really perfectionists so like out of the three of us we all have different things that were really important to us and um, so I think the hard thing about that was that we all wanted something to be a certain way and if it wasn't that way we'd get kind of upset so we ended up just like spending a lot of time on this video. Yeah and I think that was one of the parts that I liked about it though is that we all are very close, and which means that we're not afraid to disagree with each other or like share our opinions. And so a lot of times we would have to kind of debate back and forth what we wanted it to look like. But we always had the same idea and the same topic that we wanted, which is this civil resistance focus on connecting the internment in today. Um, and so I think it was mostly the little things that we really wanted to focus on. But when we argued or fought about those, it was because we really wanted it to be our best quality. And we really all kind of wanted it to be the best it could be. I agree. So uh, um, I get to talk a little bit about the challenge of uh, working together collaboratively. Um, what were other challenging parts of this process? Um, I think another challenging part was just 
kind of Aida touched on, we all knew exactly what we wanted it to look like, but we had different ways of trying to get there. So we got a lot of footage. We, as I said, we talked to Catherine Nakagawa. We got a lot of footage from her. We got a lot of footage online and just trying to put all of this footage together in a way that made sense, but also was in within five minutes. I think that was probably the hardest part was there was so much information we could put into this video and so many cool things that we could talk about. But since it had to be uh, less than five minutes, it was just really hard deciding exactly what was the most important to put in. Um, but I also think that's being concise is what made it such a great video and is an important skill to have in life is knowing how to be concise. So I think that was also great. I also think one of the issues was on the citation side of things that we really had to make sure that all of the footage we got or all of the interviews or all of the pictures, all of the music was well cited and that we had permission to use. And so I think those are the little things that you don't really think about when we were trying to work on this. You know, we were really excited to make the video and not as excited to, you know, find the citations or cite all the sources. And so that part took a lot longer than we were expecting, but it was a really important part of the process that was important to do. Yeah, kind of on that note, so what else did you learn about this process? I mean, this was a, a, a obviously an academic piece, so uh, educationally and then um, like creation-wise, what, what were some of the different things that you, that you learned and uh, take away from this uh, video? I think when it comes to the actual content of what we talked about in the video, it was a lot about the parallels between power in the United States during World War II and power and leadership today and how it takes individuals standing up for what they believe are basic rights that they have as American citizens to make sure that power doesn't go unchecked. And I think learning about that and being able to actually really appreciate these people and these individuals like that we talked about, um, I think that was something that was really interesting to learn about and something that I'm definitely going to uh, take to heart every time I think about the lack of power an individual can have. I think that really changed my perception on that. I think from the filmmaking side of it too, in addition to the actual content, I think we learned a lot about the kind of dedication it takes to creating this video. I know we started the process back in like January and we just finished in April and so it was a very long process. We spent a lot of hours working on it and so I think it's it was hard kind of to get lost in like the minutia and the details but then I think it was really important that we kept this broad focus on what we really wanted to portray even though the editing took a lot longer than we thought. It was a lot longer to do like the citations and find all the things we wanted. Um, yeah, my, my next question is, uh, like, how, how is ASA or the structure of ASA, this is kind of a question that Caitlin and Aida, you, you ask of uh, people on this podcast a lot, how has ASA helped you in this process? Well, I think the really cool thing about ASA is that we're like a community, and so like whenever somebody in our community does something, their chances are is that other people in our community are going to contribute. So like through this uh, video, let's say, like we didn't want to end up having to use Incite music, so we actually like uh, reached out to one of our friends, Taylor, and she was able to give us permission to use some of her music. And kind of just throughout this entire process, we went to a solidarity rally that one of our like classmates organized, and we talked to her about um, what the Muslim rally meant to her. And kind of like the entire process was really, really uh, collaborative amongst the people at ASA. So I think that's a really important thing that I learned about our school. As well, as I said, we also talked to Catherine Nakagawa, who's an ASA parent. Um, we, um, Aida, actually created a lot of the music for the for the video. Um, just overall, basically every component of the video that we made was contributed to by ASA students or ASA pe people in the ASA community. And I think that's really important because 
a lot of people think of ASA as a school, it's an art school, but the amount of work that people are doing within the school on the outside, not just within the school, is amazing. And I'm glad that this video was able to showcase a lot of the efforts that people do that don't necessarily go recognized within the actual structure of the curriculum of ASA. Um, so I thought that was really great. Uh, my last <coughs> my last question is um, kind of what comes next? I know you guys are all seniors. You guys are all leaving us. Um, and not just for this competition, uh, what comes next, but um, how will, will you take this, uh, this experience and go on uh, into the future? Um, well, I think this experience actually like changed what I wanted to do in college. Like originally I had known I wanted to do something with political science or maybe in business, but then after this video I was like, wow, I really enjoyed making this film. I enjoyed learning about um, the political side of this film. And so I decided to go into political science and um, like film. So I think it really did change the way I saw what I wanted to do in the future. I never really imagined myself doing anything. There's a lot of things I'm passionate about, a lot of things that I love, but nothing that I could imagine myself sitting down and do, doing every day until we did this video. And I realized that like it's all I wanted to work on. It's all I wanted to think about. So I think it really changed like kind of the course of my future at this point. And for me personally, I'm not 100% positive about exactly what I'm going to be doing in the future, but I do know that because of this video, I'm a lot more interested in current events, um, like the government, um, just the more cultural side of, and like history, just things like that, not necessarily the typical STEM field. So I think this really shaped me and guided me towards a more specific direction that I'm sure I'm going to focus more on in college and will eventually be able to pick exactly what I'm going to be doing. And I know for me as well, um, me and Aida are both going to Washington, D.C. for college next year, and so I know we're both going to be engrossed in a lot of the political happenings in the city, and I'm also going to be in the political communications major at George Washington University, and so that's another thing that I really took into heart when I was working on this video is how I wanted to incorporate political science as well as kind of the communications filmmaking side of it as well. So all three of us were really influenced by this when choosing our programs or majors at our schools next year. All right, thanks. Thank you guys so much. I just want to say that it was a real inspiration to work with all of you. It was um, it was a lot of fun. It was very frustrating at times, and I really had a great time um, being your teacher mentor on this project. And I really uh, appreciate all the work that you put in, and I really think that you guys did an amazing thing with this uh, project. So great work. And I know Ms. Lavoni won't mention this, but he also was the recipient of one of the Excellence in Civics Education Awards for teachers as a part of the competition. So he and three other teachers won this award that we nominated him for. So we're really excited that he also was recognized in addition to us. Woo! Thank you so much. Yay! <laughs>